Hi, Jill. Hi, Ryan. I'm trying. I tried to set my microphone settings to something new to see if it sounds better, but I don't think it's even working. Oh, wait. Okay. Maybe I did. Yeah, so something's going on. Why does it sound any different? Yeah. Better or worse? I'll I don't see. know. This It's kind of like an echo now. Oh, really? Because it said it shouldn't have an echo now. Oh, I think it does. All right. Well, yeah, now I turned it off. Yeah, that's better. I'm glad I did this Zoom with you because I have a job interview on Zoom tomorrow and I haven't logged into my personal Zoom in forever. And I was like, what if my profile picture is something stupid? And it's not. It's just my face. But I was just I don't like, even know oh, about people have profile pictures. Yeah. I used to. Do log I have I one? To... No, I don't think so. You can set it. Or mine's linked to my Google account. So it's like my Gmail picture. But I used to have to talk to customers on Zoom all the time. So I, I would have like a pic, my full name, my pronouns. Um you know, just so, I don't know, you looked professional, you had your shit together. Also, I'm a firm believer in, you know, telling people your pronouns, but also as a woman with a predominantly male name, a lot of times if someone had only conversed with me over email, they assumed that I was a guy. Uh, yeah. so, so it also helped me there a lot to be like, she, her. Right. I'm a lady. Okay, so I just added a bunch of little things because I felt like I didn't really have a lot to talk about. And then yesterday I was just like brain farting in here. Um, but do you want to start? Yes, we could start. Um, the coronation happened this weekend. It was Saturday. It was a three-day the fair. The queen is coming. The UK had a bank holiday on Monday to continue their three-day fun weekend. Yes. Um, I will say that... Uh, my dear sister, Ryan, was an angel this weekend and came and stayed at my house for a few days because my husband was out of the country being a groomsman at a wedding. So she helped me. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't know why he was in Colombia <laughs> smuggling she drugs. Helped, she helped me single mom while I could care for a baby and she could walk my dog and take out my garbage and things like that. So uh, apologies. Well, you to, took out your garbage. <laughs> apologies to you, Ryan, for my daughter waking up so early, but she woke up early. I woke up Saturday. at 7.30 today and my alarm set for 11 a.m. <laughs> she woke up early on Saturday, so we came down to have breakfast and we watched the coronation. We and does not I'm include sure... me. I was going to say, yeah. So my first question to you, Ryan, did you see, and you didn't see any of it live? I did not watch one second, nor look anything up later. I think the only thing I saw was like a couple of pictures on Instagram. What if it looked like Harry was kind of like crying and get emotional at some point, but I don't know if that happened. It he was kind of treated like persona non grata all weekend. Yeah, but it was oddly emotional. Like, well, I was getting emotional when, like, Charles walked out of the Abbey with Camilla. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is my question for you. I always thought in years past when people talked about, you know, when Queen Elizabeth II, RIP, would eventually pass away and, you know, the, the crown would go to Charles and he was a little bit older, that potentially he'd abdicate and it would just go right to William. Why, like, what do you I think? think? <laughs> I think everyone hoped for that. Yeah. But in Charles' mind, I would assume he'd be like, no way. I've waited this for so long. Like, this is my whole entire But it's your existence. fucking kid, dude. But he, it's him. He His whole life is based upon, will you be king? Like, Don't you think Mike would pass, like, LNG crown to us if he was older and we're his kids, so he'd want us to be successful and carry it on? <laughs> he worked his whole life for that. I don't know. But again, we're going to have like another coronation like 20 years. So it doesn't matter anyway. You Sorry, think, I think less than that. No. So you don't think don't, he's going to advocate at all. You think those, he's going to. No. 
Yeah, those Windsors look a long it. time. Yeah. Damn, so you think he'll king it now till he's dead? Yes. You think William's pissed? No, I think in some weird part of their brain, not weird, because like they have a duty. They feel like this is their birthright, like that they are supposed to, you know, have a crown and be the monarch of England and God preordained that, which is stupid, but whatever. Yeah. Um. So did you, how did you get any content of the coronation? Do you have an opinion? Do you have, you put it in the agenda too. Because I wanted, because I was listening to the podcast jam session at Market Basket the other night and I... I was like, oh, I want to talk to Jill about it because, yeah, I know nothing and I didn't watch any of it. And they had some interesting points. One thing I like completely forgot about it is like, are they still, you know, this is a pretty religious ceremony. Is this, are they still the Anglican Church? The Church of England, yes. That Henry VIII made all those years ago. Correct. With his girls from six. Yes. Yeah. So like, Um, that's so funny to me. It's like, they're still not like. They're not Catholic, but they, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very similar. I'm sure. Do they do the Nicene Creed? Like if we went to mass, do you think we'd be able to follow along? (laughs) No, I don't think they do that. Yeah. So my questions for you were, are they in the Anglican church still? Why didn't he abdicate? Do you think he will? And did Harry cry? (laughs) That's what I wrote down in my notes. Yeah. Um, I thought that. um, How much of it did you watch? Because I feel like in the past you would have watched this like whole shebang, but because you're busy with the little baby, you didn't watch much so i maybe watched like an hour uh while we were like downstairs after breakfast she was like playing around on the floor and i had it on so i watched like the choir and i watched um some of the like official ceremonial things of like placing the crown and he walking out with the scepter and like things like that um, did he cry I, no i tell when he was walking out i was like oh my god is he gonna laugh or cry but he was very good face casey three has like, like no personality I don't know, but I just felt really bad for Harry. It's like so sad that your it's family. It's so fucked up. I actually feel really bad. I mean, he can be annoying, but I feel really bad for him. To put him in yeah. the row with your fucking pedophile uncle, allegedly. Yes, yes. So fucked that... up. And Juliet had a good point on the Jam Session podcast. Like he and William have spent their whole lives together kind of like in tandem. And like there's that famous picture of them holding, I think they're holding hands, maybe walking behind Diana's casket at the funeral. They're it's not like holding hands, but yes, yes. Heartbreaking. And then like this was almost like, you know, if you put those moments next to each other, it's like he has to walk alone now and isn't like part of the family anymore. Yeah. And it's like it's horrible. It's really sad. It's really sad. And I know they have a complicated relationship, but imagine like us doing that. Like, no, like you know? on a familial level, it's so sad. Yeah. Like that's, it's so crazy. Um, did you see the kids and like Kate's crown and Charlotte's crown? I yes. thought they were very like. I feel like I never really saw Game of Thrones, Hunger Games. Everyone said like, Star Wars. They were fire. Very, yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah, Cinna designed them. <laughs> yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Um, I didn't see a lot of George. Was he like in his own seat? So he was a page. Like he was in a How separate. How old is he now? Mm, that's a great question. Like He's probably like Yeah, maybe like nine. He still looks um, pretty young. But he was a page with Camilla's grandsons. So they were like. Oh, she has kids? Him. Oh yeah, she was married before Charles. Oh, oh. God, right, you've got to get into this. He's nine years old. This child, I got it right on the button. Yeah, born in 2013, so he'll be ten soon. So, so the coronation happened Saturday, and um, it happened like mid afternoon to late afternoon. So I don't know what they did after. I think they must have like a party at Buckingham House. Do you think Anyways, Harry like got right on a flight to L.A.? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because it was Archie's birthday, True. so he wanted to be there for his son's birthday. He's a tourist. Um, so- 
So the next day they had this thing called Big Lunch or Big Coordinate Lunch. And I don't know if it was like government sponsored. Big yeah, Lunch like, Energy. I guess everyone in the country was like suggested to have like a lunch party. And I'm like, why didn't you just Yeah, have but like, like a- will they pay for it? Can I get a stipend? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you know but when like, work why- used to be like, here's $20 for lunch, you know, whatever. I- I would have assumed like after the coronation, like everyone just has like a dinner party at their house or party, like, ooh, celebrate. But no, then they had a Sunday picnic or big lunch, the whole country. And then they had a Sunday roast. I love a Sunday roast. Maybe a Sunday roast. Dave from Little Mix is always doing a good Sunday roast. And then they had a bank holiday Monday. They had the concert Sunday night, which I thought was weird to have it Sunday night. But anyway, I didn't really see much of that on the interwebs. I saw Katy Perry in like this big gold. Did you watch any of the concert? Was it like streaming on ABC? Yes, because yeah, because American, a, yeah, yes, yeah, because they had an American Idol like switcheroo. Um, so stupid. Yeah, so that's that. The coronation happened. I'm sure we're not going to talk about it much else. Um, what did you three. wrote? McQueen did did McQueen design something for this? Oh, um, the crowns, the tiaras that um, Charlotte and Kate wore were McQueen, which is very nice. Did he design tiaras? He he's no longer with us. I know. I meant. That's why I used past tense. Did he? Mindy Queen designed everything. Like, and he would have put like a piece of tape on your forehead and they say, oh, fashion. Um, Yeah, I think of him as like Gaga armadillo shoes, like avant garde outfits, not really like royalty, but he was very British. Well, well, he, yeah, very British. And he passed before Will and Kate got married, but the McQueen house, Sarah Burton, who now is the designer. um, House of McQueen. Yes. (laughs) That's the cool way to say it. She did, um, she designed Kate's dress. For the coronation? Oh, for her wedding. For her wedding. That was a very good dress. Although Pippa stole the show, as we remember. What's Pippa doing now in life? She was there at the coronation and you slept over my house too for, uh. You know, I was thinking that anytime there's one of these events, it obviously it's usually on a weekend and we're always together because, yeah, like when they got married, I slept in the Southie apartment you share with Caitlin and Dylan in your closet room in that bed. (laughs) And you woke up early watch it. When Harry and Megan got married, we were in New York. So I was supposed to run the Brooklyn Net oh, Marathon. Yes. But then it rained. So I didn't run it. And But you didn't come with us, mom. No, and I was Caitlin like uber mine. depressed and was like not getting out of bed. But um, yeah, it was really, really. And then, yeah. So like whenever, I'm sure there have been other ones. Like, I don't know where I was for the, did you watch the Queen's funeral on TV? Was that a thing? Yes, I think I did. And and Prince Philip. I had like Prince Philip's funeral oh. dvr like in my tv since like i deleted it, like a week ago i know because I, I i have old stuff saved in your dvr too of like soccer stuff and i'll like see it every now and again yeah that one hit me harder for some reason phillips and the queen well i, I think I, I feel like they're like that you know traditional couple thing of like one partner dies and the other one dies yes, a few months so later soon. like yeah, yeah it yeah. was it wasn't that long right like less no. than a year maybe like just about a year yeah all right, anything else okay. you want to share about the coronation? No, I mean, I hope things go well for Harry and the gang now. Things change. And I hope Andrew just oh, is the worst and we never have to see him again. Why is he there? Because he's his brother and he's disgusting. Whatever. Right. Harry's your son and he's not disgusting. He's just misguided. Yes. What a shithead, Charles. Yeah, this is why we want to like, celebrate these people. Yeah, no, I don't. Like, he's not a good, I don't think he's a good person. All right. Keeping it in the UK family. Let's talk yeah, about Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I put him on here. I haven't, I was going to watch the documentary the other night, but I didn't end up watching it because I was very sleepy. Um, and the, But then you put him on here for the um, the trial yes. thing. So why don't you talk about that? 
Yeah. So Sunday morning, I wake up. I'm still I'm painting my nails. I'm not ignoring you. I'm just looking down. (laughs) Brian went home. So um, my daughter and I are playing in the family room and just watching TV. And CBS Sunday morning is on. I'm like, cool, I'll watch. The family room, the basement? No, the living room. The front room? Yeah. Okay. Just like the family room. Fucking love it. And they talk about, they have an interview with Ed Sheeran. So Ed Sheeran is being never heard of him. Do you think he has plugs? Because remember, he was like balding a while ago. He had that like, Lightness Maybe. in his hair, oh, and now the... and now his head looks a lot fuller. What's for him's? What's the thing oh, that yeah. Jayla promotes? Like the hair growth thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or Propecia, which Pete Davidson. I don't know if he still does, but did take. And um, it makes you not get a boner anymore. <laughs> he did a good so weekend update about it. He was on trial last week for um, copyright because they think that his. Um, I think it was thinking out loud or is it perfect? I forget. No, which it was one. thinking out loud. Was stolen from Marvin Gaye's. Ripped off the song. Marvin yeah. Gaye's well, I don't even know what song let's get it I on think, let's get it on yeah and his Marvin Gaye's dead yeah so his estate yeah so sued. his estate suit at Sheeran but and when a while ago yeah like years ago and it just finally went to trial in New York but he so, missed his grandmother's funeral to be there so he's on trial and they interviewed him before that and he was so riled up like he had his lord lawyer in the interview in his like eye view like we couldn't see but and he kept looking over and he was like, I'm going to say what I want to say. Like, don't tell me. I'm going to say what I want to say. He was I'm incensed. An artist. Yeah. Like the lawyer kept saying like, eh, eh, and he was like, no, I'm just going to say it. So he said this in the interview and he did say this on the stand. He even picked up a, a guitar on the stand and played chords. And he was like, there are four major chords that are used in every pop song in, in the history of the world. And I don't think it's ever going to change. And it's been from dawn of time till now. And there's yeah. no way you can get around. Tom DeLong will tell you that because there are only four he can play. Yeah, so he was like, so you can't be mad at me and you can't sue me for using these four courts because then you have to sue everyone. And like, what are you going to do about it? Like, it's done. I so he agree was so- because, and also those songs don't sound that similar in no, my mind. No. Also though, well, you can finish, but I have another thought about Olivia Rodrigo. I was just saying, just to say that I haven't watched the documentary. It's on Disney Plus. We've talked about it before, but they yeah. talk about it and how he had a, he's had a rough go around this last year. I know you've I told talked you. about yeah. that. His wife was sick and that his best friend died. And oh my God. And he just looks, he's crying. Like it was very emotional in the interview and like scenes from the documentary. And I was like, this poor Why guy. Documentary is always sad. Louis Capaldi was like, I almost expected to die at the end of my documentary. They made it so sad and <laughs> melodramatic. It's like, I'm not dead. Well, you, like, you want to feel something. And, and this is well, propaganda. I, I want to like, see more like people in the studio recording. I don't, you know, yes. obviously if you're actually going through something and they happen to be filming, yeah, don't lie about it. But I feel like so many of these documentaries are like, let's get to the drama of it pivotal moments in people's lives Mm. so yeah i was just i was really i enjoyed the uh sunday morning interview piece so that was um, he did that interview before the trial before the trial like he knew he was going to new york i didn't know the person no it wasn't it wasn't leslie stahl it wasn't anderson cooper it wasn't walter cronkite it wasn't ted koppel it wasn't wasn't barbara walters i'll tell you that no um it's not walter cronkite either he's not the one with us i was just saying yeah um but anyway so i didn't know the person that he did the interview with but um i thought it was really good and it didn't make me want to doc- watch documentary more so i have to watch it this week i think and then just to wrap it up he was i don't lie he was not found liable. Not, he was found 
not liable. Also, to the world, Donald Trump was not convicted of anything. He was found liable and has to pay also, monetary damages. Also, this is going to be my uh, my current event for you. I, I didn't even know what happened or have been following. What happened? He got convicted didn't of something? Didn't we talk about this weekend? No, he didn't get convicted. It wasn't a criminal trial. No, all no- I asked this weekend was I saw on like a ticker on the news at mom and dad's house that said civil rape trial. And I asked you, oh why, yes, yes. what is he actually being accused of? Because it says civil rape. And I'm like, what the fuck? are they talking about so he was initially sued for defamation then they added on the sexual assault charge um, and again who who is the person she was a journalist and in the 90s she said that he sexually assaulted her well allegedly raped her in the um changing room at a bergdorf government and she came out with this during either the campaign or not a b (laughs) no no and then he wrote a book basically like trashing her saying like he would never go for her he wrote a book in his book you mean yeah, in his book, he wrote these things. And that was a while ago, his book. Like, pre well, during his presence. No, oh, during oh, his okay. Yeah. Well, he well, had a book a while ago, I think, like, How to Get Rich Without Really art- Trying. <laughs> the Art of the Deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anyway, so she sued him for defamation. The sexual assault charge was brought because of the statute of limitations change in the law. Yeah. And um, the jury found him civilly liable, and he has to pay $5 million in monetary damages, which I know this isn't about the money, and I was telling this also to that That's Kiplin, all he did, get, gets? That's all he has to pay. No jail time, no community service, no it's, anything it's, it's a civil trial. It's okay. only okay. money. But anyway, so I was saying this to our friend Caitlin, who did text Sorry, me. Sorry, was this in this was in New York? Oh right? my God! Yes. <laughs> I wanted to know because I know you said in the past California changed their statute of limitations law. Yes. Continue. That it's not about the money, but her legal fees are probably likely more than five million dollars. But it's not about the money. More than that? Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Is she still a journalist? A bloody journal. Well, this all came out because she wrote in the New Yorker or New York magazine, like during his presidency or right before, like that this was uh that this happened. So I think she's still a journalist. Anyway, so we But so she but- didn't Go ahead. Don't be mad at me. I'm an inquisitive person. Ed Sheeran was found not liable. Case closed. He's happy. Back to the UK for him. So did this woman actually bring charges on Donald Trump or it was because that article Yes, because of def- defamation, because he wrote in the book after she wrote okay, the article. Okay, okay. just checking. Um, quickly. You can ask all the questions you want. It just seems like you're consistently interrupting me. I know, much. I know, but it's hard because I, I know, was talking to another human in like two days um i speak to you every day yeah but this not the same um i was thinking about the ed sheeran thing and i was thinking about you know a couple years ago now i guess olivia rodrigo put out that song good for you and a lot of people noted it sounded very similar to misery business by paramore and i think they ended up suing her and winning or you know (laughs) getting her liability whatever the fuck you want to call it getting her liability Yeah. yeah you know what i mean they she was found liable and I think had to, has to pay them royalties now from that song. And honestly, I think that's fucked up because, yes, those songs sound similar. But same to Ed Sheeran, like it's a pop song. A lot of pop songs sound similar. And I honestly don't think Paramore was sitting and heard that song at home and was like, huh, let's sue her. I think a yeah. lot of people on TikTok and Instagram and social media were saying, this sounds a lot like Misery Business. And they were mashing the two together. And then Paramore was probably like, huh, interesting. I don't even know if they sued her or if it was like the record label, whatever. But like. I just think that's kind of shitty. And unless it's like literally the same song, like. Well, it's all about making money. If someone's making money off what you created. And 
a song I, that sounds similar to your song like i get it also yeah. a little girl like she was like 18 when that song came out like leave her alone yeah Some no big i big wig at disney probably wrote it. no just kidding she wrote a lot of those songs but like i don't know it's just kind of fucking annoying i get it i get it it'd be different if like someone was using a paramore song in a commercial and like wasn't paying them like that's different but if it's like i wrote a song and it sounds like your song you know how many songs i listen to and i'm like oh you know what other song sounds exactly like this like it happens to me every day right so i'm with sheeran and i kind of thinking when thinking about this trial thinking out loud if you will i was like paramore go back and undo this with rodrigo and kind of get get it together Okay. Even though, as I reported, I don't really like Olivia Rodrigo, and I don't really like Ed Sheeran either. And even though he had all these hard things happen to him, I still don't really like him that much. And I don't like Paramore. No. Um, but we need to yeah. circle back off the pot about Ed Sheeran. I, I kind of want to go. Oh, yeah, we can go. But yeah, not to it's Gillette. Like, not to Gillette, no. But the but way it's expensive. sold out already. Did it yeah, it's, it's on the secondary market for like $200 plus, so we got to talk about it. I mean, I think I... When I did see him live at the Garden, I was really into him. It was a good time um you know so yeah so we'll talk offline okay okay um writer strike let's just hit with the the news stories yeah so here's what's in the news this week and it's kind of uh intersects with our pop culture news um the writers guild of america you said sex the writers guild of america uh represents tv and movie writers and they had a contract with the studios um i think it's for a certain number of years five ten years or blah blah and the um contract was up this year and there were negotiations because there's been no change in how writers get paid since the dawn of streaming and like there's no residuals anymore because like movies and tv shows aren't sold to like tbs and hbo anymore they're like sold one time and then you have like ultimate streaming rights yes ryan and a big issue with this for writers and potentially actors too so yeah it used to be you'd be on Seinfeld and then it would go into syndication and they'd play it on Nick at Night and CBS and you'd get money for those residuals now and every is, single episode yeah now everything is streaming so you get like a flat fee contract like we'll pay you to work on this show but you don't really see anything from the streaming and also the big Afterwards, studios yeah. aren't giving out the numbers to like directors writers actors producers and saying like this is how many streams we have because they don't want them to know and realize exactly. they can fight for all this. so like you could be in the biggest show on Netflix, like, you know, a Bridgerton or an Outer Banks. And Netflix or- famously doesn't give out its numbers. This is what prompted, like, everybody else not to. Right. So head of Netflix is probably fucking loaded as hell. But, like, Chase Stokes from Outer Banks gets paid, like, you know, a fee, which is probably a good amount of money to be on the show. And then the writers get, Writer, like- even less. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So that, to me, is, like, one of the big issues is that, like, and even directors will be like, can you just let me know, like, what country we have the most numbers in because i'm curious yes. like things like that and they like won't tell them like right you know it's just so it's because they don't want them weird. to know yeah how popular it is and ask for more money so it's the- probably way more popular than we can ever imagine and especially in COVID times like all people are doing watching tiger king and love is blind and right i'm just thinking of netflix but all these shows and then there was an issue with um they have this like writers rooms for tv shows are very famous and you hire a bunch of writers and you sit in your room and you write your 22 episodes over the year and it takes a lot of time and energy now and it's now, like eight not 22. Now, it, <laughs> now it's less episodes like eight to ten episodes mini series you don't know if you're going to get picked for next season and they do these things called mini rooms which maybe they'll hire like 20 writers for like the first two episodes of the first season and then they'll shorten it to a mini room and like hire the other writers who were on previously on like one-off consultancy, like deals, like they, they're they not hired for the full season. Mm-hmm. And I bet the mini rooms are full of white men. 
I'm sure. Most shows, allegedly. Anyway, yeah. so the writers, their deal was up with the major studios this year. They were in negotiations. We knew they were going to strike. It's happening now. Um, so SNL was canceled. The late night shows are taking the time off because they are. Um, I love Seth Meyers so much. <laughs> He's yeah, out so the we don't know how long it's going to last. Probably a couple of months. There just needs yeah. to be a new deal based on streaming rights and things like that. Uh, but uh, also, I texted this to mom last night that Gary Gennetti, who um, is a he has that he had the Prince George show on HBO. He writes on Family Guy. He used to write in Will and Grace. He's married to Brad Gresky. Um, of big fans of, of we're yeah. Gary heads we're big fans of Gary he wrote books we like the books Um, his Instagram yeah. is very very funny and it's you gotta think of like a thing like the Janetti heads spaghettis like you know the Gary hive we need to the Gary's yeah so anyway so he was just in London for like a really long time and he like he did some like not stand up but like I guess Q&A's for book signings and things mm-hmm. like um yeah. events events and then he came back and he like went immediately to the picket line because he's a writer and family guy so he went to the fox lot and he was like you know instagram storing the whole thing and he was like oh god this is so nice like i'm catching up with all my <laughs> friends and writers like that i haven't seen so long and he's like oh he used to write on um simpsons he wrote on family guy he wrote on Grace of me and he's like this is so nice to catch up with friends and i'm like laughing like people can't pay their rent under bad circumstances gary but, yeah. like that like writers for of like major shows are also driving ubers because they can't make money and you're like oh this is so nice to see everyone that would be me though i'd be like oh my god we're all here at the same protest like I, and then he was like I'm... if anyone's gonna be here i'm gonna be on the picket line like this week at the fox lot like anyone wants to come stop for a signing like, <laughs> like jesus do you think um, in their relationship brad has a lot more money Mm, I don't know. Like, do you think his net worth is higher? I mean, they've been married and together so long, I'm sure, you know. Yeah, well, Gary has the HBO deal. I think more Prince George show is to come. He has the books. Um, I'm sure Brad's got a lot of, he has the stylist money. He does, like, the E stuff. Um, And he's, like, on Cuoco's retainer and some of these these people, you know. I think uh, it's pretty evenly matched. But um, Gary also said, oh, I didn't write on my sign because all the writers have really funny signs because they're writers. They yeah. know. Yeah. So they really funny signs. And he was like, I didn't write anything on my sign. But when I wrote in Will and Grace, I had a funny pun when Jack and Will were protesting out of a studio because it was like a gay kiss on a TV At show. NBC. Yeah. And he wrote Norma Gay instead of Norma Ray. Oh, and okay. I, uh, he should have wrote that on his um I know. Sign people would year. just have no idea. He was like, none of the kids will get this. So funny because some of my other topics that are quick are you're kind of making me think of with this Gary conversation. Go, go, go. Although, you know what I think is funny that obviously we're not a married couple, but I feel like I'm the Gary and you're the Brad in yes. our relationship you know, just because of how picky Gary is with food and like his weird idiosyncrasies. Like, Although are, Brad is sober. Me. I mean, you, you don't drink I'm not that much. Chicken. I'm no, not I'm really not anymore drinking. either, depending on the occasion, you know. Yeah, um, I'm just saying that. So first thing, um, I guess, you know, obviously when the writers went on strike in years past, there were, you know, shows had to be put on pause, like Dorinda, and there were a lot of other, like, you know, and a lot of people have been making the joke, like, I guess Friday Night Lights season two was like nuts because of the writer strike and Jesse Plemons tried to like shoot someone in it. I Just for reference, 0708 was the last writer strike. Okay. 2007, 2008. Um, I... I've tried to watch Friday Night Lights so many times because I know I would love it, but I like can't make it past the first three episodes because I get really woozy about people who become mm-hmm. paralyzed and that's like the whole Jason Street thing. And it's so sad, those first few episodes because of that. So it's like- Who in it? What actor? Is Jason Street. I don't know him. I don't know. No, that's the character's name. 
Oh, oh. I forget the actor who plays him. I think, you know, Tim Riggins, Taylor Kitsch was the real breakout right, star right, of that show. Right. But anyway, yesterday I needed a podcast to listen to while I was walking and the Celebrity Memoir Book Club girls did Minka Kelly's biography. So I listened to it while I was walking. Yeah. Had such a fucked up life, and I never yeah. knew that. Did you know? I that? never knew that. No, no, no. But I'm not really a big like fan of Mickey Kelly or like knew much. Oh, about I think her we anyway. always knew who she was because she dated Derek we... Jeter. Because I yes. don't, I don't know any show she's been in except for like I never watched Friday Night Lights. Like I don't really know much about no. it except she dated Derek Jeter. And she was in a few episodes of What I Like About You, so we've seen her work. <laughs> and, I don't uh, remember. But those a, I just did not know she had such a fucked up life. Yeah, all I know for her, she's like a beautiful actress. She dated Derek Jeter. She always seemed like nice. Like I don't know. But yeah. yeah, she had like all this crazy shit happen to her and like kind of moved from home to home because her mom was like a drug addict and dated like drug Ugh. dealers and was on the run from like the, the DA and like all this stuff. Jeez. And um, she talks in the book about a time where she had this boyfriend and she was like, let's call him Sean. And he was really rich and she lived in his house with him. And then her mom and her best friend moved in for a little bit. And she said she was like helping with the mortgage because she was working as a nurse. Um, And then eventually they broke up because they were getting really distant and then she found out he was cheating because she saw his phone and she said, I, I, I never want to do this, but I just had this overwhelming urge to like check his phone in that check moment. It. Yeah. And, so, and I believe that. And someone wrote, hey, next time I don't just want to suck your dick. I want to fuck you oh, too. And she went Jesus. and was like, is this your phone? Like, what is this? And he like immediately copped to it and they broke up. Do you know who it was that she dated oh before God. Derek Jeter? Famous actor. We've known him forever. Doesn't age. Um, Doesn't age. He's in my favorite no. movie of all time. And remember the Titans? Yes. Not Gosling. No, he is black. Um, Donald Faison? Yes, Donald Faison. Oh my, oh my he god! Did, and I always think of him as such a good guy, and I'm sure he is. Maybe he was I'm young. Sure, he yeah. cheated, but I was just like, oh my god, husband of Casey Cobb, Donald Faison. Right. But that was just so funny, and that she called him Sean. I for a second I thought it was going to be Derek Jeter. Sean's and- his name in um, is his name? No, Clueless? Sean's his best friend. Murray's his name. Uh, in Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just was like, oh my God, Jill, I have to tell you about Donald Faison. <laughs> and they couldn't pronounce his last name. And I was like, Donald Faison. I still couldn't. I just said Faison. But they put like an R in there. They were like, Faison, Faison. Oh. But yeah, I was just That's, like. wow. And I probably won't read the book, but it sounded interesting. I feel like Caitlin might like it. And I feel like she used to like Minka Kelly. Like, I think she just thought she was like so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who knew? Oh, and what was the other thing, Writer's Strike? Oh, Will and Grace, Eric McCormack is going to be in a Broadway play and Jason Alexander is directing it. Interesting. Um, and I was like, oh, so Jay, uh, more podcast news. I I just want to pause. I don't know how I haven't mentioned this on the podcast yet. Andy Richter is one of my favorite people of all time. I want to get like a tattoo of Andy Richter. If you don't know who he is, he's a comedian, yeah, he's a writer, people. he's an actor. He's most known for being Conan O'Brien's sidekick on Late Night with Conan O'Brien and then later The Conan Show. When Conan got kicked off the Tonight Show and started the TBS show, I was in college and I watched it every night or recorded it and watched the next day because I was so scared he would get canceled again. And Nicole doesn't listen to her podcast. And Brian's one doesn't watch. Listen to podcast. <laughs> I, know, I was just crazy. But yeah. I would watch it like the next morning when I lived with Nicole in college and I would just die laughing at anything Andy Richter said. And I'm like, he's funnier than Conan. He's like carrying the show. So he has a podcast called The Three Questions. I usually listen to it if there's a guest on that I'm like interested in. He had Jason Alexander on this week. Do we all just love Jason Alexander? He seems like such a good person and like universally liked. Like obviously George Costanza, people don't like. Yes, I was going to say, I think, no, like, I think we all like George Costanza. Like, 
Really? I feel like people think George Costanza is a schmuck. Annoying. Like, yeah. yeah. But like, they just like him and think he's funny. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to go through the annals of time and look for bad things about Jason Alexander, who will be coming up on your show you're watching now. Oh, well, he said his dad worked at Bell Labs. <gasps> oh my God. It was like Miriam Mazel's dad works at Bell Labs. And I was like in Marshall's and I was like, oh my God. And I added this to the agenda while it's in Marshall's. But well, I you will to... see him coming up in a season or two. Oh, interesting. And, um, but it's just funny that, um, yeah, that he was like, my dad was kind of like a jack of all trades. He had all these like weird jobs. He said he was in the Jewish mafia and like who knows what else. <laughs> and then he's like, but then he was like an accountant. And before that, he actually had a job at Bell Labs or Bell Laboratories. And I was like, LOL. But yeah, it was just like, he seems so nice. And then him and Andy were talking about gun control. And part of the reason I love Andy is he's very liberal and posts a lot on social media about like things he believes in. And I almost always agree with him. Yeah. I actually got in a fight with a friend once because I reposted something he said on Instagram about you know someone who control it was about a black man who was shot for doing nothing but he had a knife in his car and we were saying you know having a knife in your car isn't grounds to be shot oh mom's trying to facetime me i guess i'll pause yeah i forget i feel like you were saying something about jason alexander no oh i was just oh gun control you took yeah yeah. but anyway um yeah they just both seem like quote unquote knock on wood on problematic white guys having a good conversation and I just I don't really know that much about Jason Alexander but I found him enjoyable and that he likes to sing and obviously I know that from Cinderella the best version with Whitney Um, and Brandy wow that's uh you don't think so of all the Cinderella's no I think the first 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 one like um Disney? the musical no the musical the Roger TV. and Hammerstein's yeah in my, in my own, own little, little but I well who was in that um uh Rachel Green's mom in real life or in the show Marlo Thomas yeah in the show yeah yeah she does the St. Jude commercials yeah also we're going to see Beetlejuice the musical tonight for all of your sakes listeners I hope it's better than my fair lady <laughs> so next week, um I don't Tara said mind. it was it was lively and fun and energetic that's a, and, and I mean it's not new IP but it's right. you know at least it's not like a jukebox musical or you know it's something new for us yeah I'm watch what happens live Kristen was on like two days ago or something and James Chris- was on like last week Chris- of April Kristen Doty is a former Vanderpump Rules cast member she was the original girlfriend of Tom Sandoval Tom cheated on Kristen with Tom Ariana Sandoval his current girlfriend who he has now cheated on with this girl Raquel okay go yes one she looks very different <laughs> I was like that's it's- Kristen Doty it's been some years yeah, but she's had some work on her face, but you know, she doesn't look bad. But I was just like, girl, you look different. Um, and yeah, honestly, I was only half paying attention because I was like doing stuff on my laptop and like watching it at the same time. But like things I thought were interesting, I guess she's like really good friends with Ariana, which you would think is surprising because the way that they, you know, she, Kristen used to date Tom and then Tom cheated with Ariana. And now Ariana and Tom have been dating for like eight or nine years. And then Tom did the same thing. So it's funny that they are friends. Yeah, but she was friendly with her like shortly after her and Tom yeah. broke up. Like it was, it was fine. I mean, it was I mean, I feel like her and Tom drama, relationship yeah. was like needed to end anyway. Not saying that justifies cheating, but I don't think I think she would have been more hurt if she had like cared yeah, but about she, him. She, she cheated on him too. They were both cheating on each other. Like at it the was... Golden Nugget, Tom is what uh, Stassi said. But yeah, I didn't really learn anything except that she thinks that Tom has also 
was also cheated with other people besides Raquel on Ariana. Oh. And one of them was like a friend of a friend who reached out to Kristen to tell her. So she believes it to be true. Oh, so she knows this. She has receipts. Yeah. And then I think Andy or someone asked her about like doing the show. Like, was she like begging to come back or like, why'd she do the show? Is it just to make Tom look bad? She's like, I only came back on the, so she'll be in like the finale episode, I guess. She's like, I only came back because Ariana asked me to. And I did it, you know, for her as a friend because she's going through this hard time, which I don't know if I believe, but like, okay, sure. If so. Um, and yeah, just that everyone's like, you know, rallying around Ariana. She said she hasn't met Ariana's new man yet, but she's heard wonderful things about him. The, the ponytail guy. Yeah. Do you but know what? With a Coachella. And in New York. Yeah. I know. I, know I never what... knew about Rochella. And it's just the gift that keeps on giving for me. When I get married, you'll tell him to do Rychella. Do the same exact thing. James Kennedy is an idiot. So I've always said this. I think he's like one of the most deplorable, horrible human beings in the world. But I haven't. That's when I stopped watching Vanderbilt because I was like, this this sucks. But yeah, keep going. And that they keep giving him a platform. And he's obviously like has problems with some substances, I think. Like when he drinks, he gets like crazy. Like, you know, that's been addressed on previous episodes. But so, but I haven't checked in with him in a few years. And now he's just like the stupid comic relief. And him on Watch What Happens Live was so funny. And he was saying that he's like, I don't care about my castmates because I'm the highest paid on Cameo. I charge 99.99. <laughs> and it's so funny because my friend Age, shout out Age, who listens to the pod, got a cameo of him for her birthday. And her name is Adrian. He kept calling her Adrian. $99 for a cameo from him? I don't know if when Age got it, it was. Her friends got it for her for her 30th birthday, which would have been like three years ago. So. That's Sorry, age, to shout out your age on this podcast. <laughs> That's too much money. Well, how much was when you got me one of Greggy Bennett? Not Greggy Bennett, Chris Manzo. Chris Manzo. I don't remember, but not $99. Probably like $40. I don't Maybe. remember. But anyway, yeah. So I was like, do I like like James Kennedy and Chris and Jody now? But I'm like, they're fine. Also, it's so funny. Like all oh, well, they them- used to date. I know. So weird. I can't believe him and Lala used to date and, and the Allie, the new girlfriend is so chill with him being with Lala all the time, but not with Raquel. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I really like Lala from what I've seen of this season. I just think she's so hot and I like her tattoos. Like, you know, um, but yeah, it's just so funny because they've all cheated and they've all done horrible things, but the way they kind of justify it, because I think that was a question to Kristen on watch what happens live. Like, how can you kind of like, you know shittle over sandfall when you've done similar things she's like well, that was like 10 years ago and like that's always their excuses which like to an extent i get you're a kid you're an idiot but also like all right guys like you can't just be like well i'm not culpable because it was 10 years ago right i do think this is a whole new level though because they've been together yes, for almost 10 sure. years they own a home together this girl raquel was like staying at their house for a while and he was like cheating on her while his girlfriend was sleeping in his bed like yeah and she, like, Ken Raquel is one of her best friends. Like, it's that, gross. Yeah, that's it's why bad. it's super fucked up is the, like, yeah. fr- and everyone, they made James on Watch What Happened, Andy, and made him watch clips from, like, that week's episode, which was Raquel's, Rachel's birthday, where they go to, like, the glamping farm or whatever, yeah. which, like, fuck that. I would not want to do that for my birthday. It probably smells like God, pig no. shit, and you're probably yeah. getting eaten alive by bugs. But- they were saying, like, what were the five cringiest moments now, knowing what we know? And one of them was, like, when Ariana was saying to Rachel, like, what a good role model she is and how she's really, like, got, turned her life around and, like, become this good person, even though men treated her like shit in the past. And James and, like, Eddie were like, that was the hardest thing to watch. Like, Ariana telling this girl she's a fucking role model and then finding out. And Kristen said she was there with Ariana when she found the phone at the <gasps> concert and found out the whole thing. So oh. that was um, interesting. 
um and she, like, I t- she was like trying to leave and she couldn't find ariana and then i think she just so she just said to like another friend like hey can you tell her i left like i'm gonna go home and then i think she you know got a call at like two in the morning or something like that i think i texted our, our bravo group chat about this like the way raquel cries is it's not crying it's like it? it's like she's speaking oddly but nothing is coming from her eyes and like it's very it's not crying it's so weird but Take when she when had you- to freak out in the car and was like having a panic attack that was like real crying when did she freak out in the car I this that. was like when she was on the trip with lala and katie and Christina oh, Kelly, yeah, and yeah, they were yeah. being mean to her quote unquote because that might have been real like when she cries and is like that's what oh, i mean that was real are, in my these mind they're my good friends oh. and i'm just so happy these friends and then she talks about how she can never really um she can never really express what she truly wanted in life because she was a pageant person and pageant people have this facade no one cares about you being a pageant no one's watching you from afar or instagram Do you think she being, had, like, does she have like a fucked up family life i think not i think okay. she's just like wanted to be famous and like left being a normal person to go be famous she, yeah. well whatever she's got also she does have really big hands which i noticed this episode and other people have been saying and i'm like oh interesting interesting but anyway it's gonna i think we only have two episodes left so it's oh, i gonna thought maybe come. it was only one but yeah no, what, I think what day of the week is it on wednesday nights okay so tonight would be a new so one. tonight we'll, yeah we'll be out on the town but um we'll gonna watch, watch tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> yes so it's heating up kids so start watching and then we get the reunion so and again i skip i watch like a couple episodes like i said i watch like the pool i think actually no i may have watched all the last like five or six episodes of this season because yeah i saw when they went to the beach and james threw the drink in schwartz's face and all that stuff so stupid so zandoval stop singing um while we're on the bravo train do you want to tell us about kevin cry yeah yeah, so Kim Zolciak, she was a Real Housewife of Atlanta cast member. She was for many years, and then she had a spinoff show, Don't Be Tardy for the Party, because she has an awful song called Tardy for the Party. She has a great song called Tardy for the Party. When she was first on Real Housewives of Atlanta, she had two kids. I don't know if she was divorced or like never married to her children's father, and she was dating this man they called Big Papa, and she could never say his name because he was married at the time, never fully divorced, and he was very These wealthy. People, just on Bravo. For things, Yeah. So during that time, she was like still on and off with Big Papa. She meets this guy, Croy Beerman. He plays for um, the Love Atlanta Croy Falcons. Beerman. They meet at like this faux Dancing with the Stars thing for like an Atlanta charity and they start dating and they fall in love and their whole lives become each other's existence. She leaves Housewives. They have their own show. He, They abandon both of their families. They think they're like uber But they, rich. not their kids. No, she has two children previously and then they have four kids together. They love their kids. Yes, yeah. they're, they're, he adopted her children. They love their kids. Yes, that's, yeah. But his parents and her parents, they like kind of like screwed, I don't know, screwed them over, but they like stopped talking to them and it was like a big Why? Because Croy left his wife or something? No, 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 no. Croy, I don't think he'd ever met. Croy was like from Nebraska or something out West and like the very nice, quiet, Like Adam Devine. Family. And like when they would like bring them on the show, it was like very culture shock. And I think like they in my mind, his family was like, what are you doing? And he was like, you guys don't yeah, understand. Like I Hollywood. love Kim. Right. Like, and then like, he just had lost contact with his family. I think that she got like super famous, famous quotation marks, probably famous. And her family, like maybe tried to capitalize on that. So she like cut them out. And then the, her parents, the kids' grandparents ended up suing for like grandparent, like parental, grandparent, like 
viewing or visitation like, visitation that's the word visitation yeah. rights i was on mute but i was like gesturing to you so yeah so whatever so it's been a whole thing so they've been on and off having a show on bravo they're like around like you see them every once in a while it was announced this week that she filed for divorce from him so she filed she filed okay so there had been some scuttlebutt in the news about their house going to foreclosure and like owing the IRS and some debts. So there was some talk about them doing this divorce procedure to kind of figure out the money situation. Mm -hmm. But then this week he filed for sole custody of their four minor children. So that makes it seem like it's not about the money. and Or amicable. Yes. Or maybe not amicable, but maybe like he doesn't trust her to care for their children, which is like, you know, a big thing to say. And their kids are like, probably like, are they hella cute? Hella cute. Yeah. Two two sets of t- no, uh, two boys and then a twins, boy and girl. Uh, they're really cute. Um, they're are there probably, na- aren't like, their names like Crab, Crawfish, and Crawdaddy and Mr. Krabs? No, but they all start with K. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're probably like under twelve, so they're young. Um, yeah. So like you said, minors. Yeah. So just that this is big news in the Bravo world, the end of an era. Mm-hmm. It, and then tell be- about the the money though. Do we think this is she like gambled away 250k on vacation or something allegedly uh, yes i think she has no sense of money and she's but like, do you think he, something's like mentally wrong with her no i think like she, she's not i don't know can't take care of her own i think at the beginning shit. of housewives when she was dating big papa like everything he paid for everything so she just yeah. has an inflated sense of how much things also, well she has no sense of how much things cost and things like that but did he quit the NFL or he just wasn't good anymore? Like, cause he, yeah. he hasn't been in the NFL for a while. Yeah. He so kind of, re- he have money because of Bravo. He kind of retired because uh, he just wasn't getting picked up and, you know, yeah. not doing that well. Why do all uh, players that I know or care about go to the Arizona Cardinals? <laughs> it's like Is that JJ where he Watt, ended? Zach Ertz. I thought so. Oh, I thought oh, you said on, he was on the Falcons. Okay, he was sorry. on the Falcons, and I think he did like one season at the end with the Bills. And Kim was like, "I'm not moving to Buffalo." Like, I don't blame her. Yeah, because so, it's fucking cold. Um, Croy Bierman. I, I feel really sad because they really invested their whole lives around each other, and like maybe everybody out. maybe it'll work out. Yeah, maybe they'll get back together. Yeah, you, you never know. But like they've, she's always had money problems. Like they were renting the house they got married in, and like up until like the week of their wedding, like they were gonna get kicked out for like stuff. Like it was just all insane. Yeah, that. But, yeah, so like where we don't know where they're living now with these children or where she. I I know. don't know because the house might be in foreclosure. I don't I, know. Aye aye aye. Um, the other Bravo thing I want to mention yeah. is that um, Summer House and Martha's Vineyard started this week. Um, when did they, they film did- it? You don't think they'll be there next week when I'm there, do you? No, they filmed it last September, They uh, end of August, being September. They were there for two straight weeks. It wasn't like over a summer. It was like a, you know, a two straight week trip thing. That's good. Uh, it's an all black cast. I don't know where the house is, but they make a lot of mention to, about Oak Bluffs because Oak Bluffs is like a historically uh, African-American destination. Just um, say black. Black summer destination. Not all black people are from Africa. I agree, but I'm just. <laughs> I get an, annoyed now. An, people... I know, I know, I know. But it's an American thing. Like, I don't think. Black people from around the world come to Oak Bluffs. I think it's like an American. Okay, thing. okay, okay, fair, fair. So that's why I was saying African American. They could be so from anyway, Jamaica. I don't know where the house is. Their house is beautiful in the vineyard. Um, they have only gone out to one restaurant that I didn't know. So I'm Fish, not the one slime was saying. Yeah, I'm not a Martha's Vineyard connoisseur, but should I, I have, should I go? But I have been quite a bit, so I know some areas. And we're going 
next week. You're going in a few days. It's but Friday. Um, the weather's supposed to really pick up and high of 67. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be nice. Yeah. So I I'm invested because I want to see what's going on. And the first episode was good. Like there was some good drama and I like the people in the cast. They're funny. And anyone, they do... you know, like any no. repeats. Okay. No, one of the, when all the girls drama... were talking about Paige and everyone last night. I was like, I thought they weren't on it anymore. This is Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Summer House. I know, but is that regular. still on the regular yeah. Summer House? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's yeah. what I didn't get. It's um, in Vineyard Haven, this restaurant, by the way. Uh, one of the guys on Summer House Martha's Vineyard is John Legend's cousin. And he sang and he what had a, a beautiful voice. And um, and um, I'm excited to see. I thought it was good and I'll keep watching. And I'm excited to see some vineyard things pop up. Okay, maybe I'll go here next week. Looks good. A lot yeah. of seafood. It's called fish. Not surprising. Not surprising. Quickly. So this is my quick workaholics podcast segment that I every Tuesday the podcast comes out, hence why it's usually fresh in my mind because I listen to it like three times a day it comes out. And mm -hmm. it truly like, brings me joy. I'm like, when they stop doing this, my Tuesdays are gonna get so sad. Literally I woke up yesterday and I was like, Oh, what day is it Tuesday? And I was like, Oh no, this is important podcast, and I get happy. But two things I wanted to bring up to you that they brought up on the podcast. They always say like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and they say things as if they're fact. And then next week are like, oh, we were totally what are the wrong things? about are that. They of, are they of consequence or the no? one I want? One was like, oh, you know how Bob Dole used to always hold a pen? And they're like, oh, I think that was like a war injury he had. And then later they're like, no, a bunch of people told us he had like arthritis in his hand or something. <laughs> like, you know, it's stuff like that, like stupid or like, oh, that actor was definitely so-and-so and it wasn't like you know it's not but this week they were talking about like heat mapping and like if you had like heat vision goggles and like infrared and Anders said and I don't think this is true but I wanted to ask you that when Joe Karsarnev one of the Boston Marathon bombers was hiding in a boat in the backyard in Watertown they found him because someone was like in a helicopter doing infrared and could see that he was like in a boat because of like the heat mapping of his body. I don't think that's true. Do you remember that at all? I don't remember that at all, but it doesn't surprise me because it like every law enforcement in America was here. Like yeah. SWAT was here. Like, so they had every available equipment. That's what they were saying. They're like, they barely have so much shit that we don't even know about. Right. And this yeah. was one time where they were like using, I just thought it was like, they felt like they knew he was in that area. Obviously they had like the shootout with the brother the night before. That was the other thing that annoyed me that Anders said that wasn't true. He's like, they basically told Boston to shut down so they could find this guy. I was like, no, they told Boston to shut down because they tried to like, escape in the middle of the night and the older brother got shot out and the MIT police officers. I was like, it wasn't like, hey, Boston, stay home so we can find him. It was something had escalated. Yes, yeah, exactly. It wasn't like everyone stay home and we'll use this heat mapping just for yeah, people no. where they shouldn't be because how many people are in Boston? Like that, I want to say like, uh, Anders, that's not right. But yeah. but I was like, is that true? Is that how they found him? I thought it was like they saw blood leading to the yard. You know what I mean? I'm sure like, there's many, many things, but I don't. And also, because at first he just said, that's how they found the Boston Marathon bombers. And I want to be like, no, it was footage on a security camera was how they knew it was those guys. Like, you know, but that was yeah. funny. The other thing I wanted to bring up is Honors is going to be in this Muppets show on Disney+. Plus. So they were talking about Frank Oz and they were just like, shout out to Frank Oz. Like, what a great guy. We wouldn't have things mm -hmm. about him. And the things they were shouting out is just so our childhood. It was so funny to me. They were like, oh, my God, this guy did. Dark Crystal, which I don't think is true because that was Jim Henson, but maybe he was involved. Jim Henson and Frank Oz are like, are like yeah. homies, yeah. And then yeah. what was the uh, they said another one that was such like a deep cut, weird McGrath sisters movie. I forget. And at the end, Adam goes, Indian in the cupboard. Well, we gotta <laughs> give this guy a shout out. And Blake was like, Indian in the cupboard raised me, man. And I was just dying because like we that movie's terrible, and we watched it like 
all the time. I can't forget all the time. That one, Dark Crystal, obviously I want to mention to you. And there was one other one that I was like, oh, it's so funny that these are the movies they're shouting out because this is such, I was like dying, like just thinking about like all the things. Also, you sent me a L'Oreal Kids No Tears yes. meme this morning. I saw one last night that I wanted to send you, but I feel like I've been sending you way too many nostalgia memes. That's it the rings that look like the Olympic rings that you put on the bottom of the pool that are weighted that you dive under to go get yes. that game, like the red, blue, yellow. And I was like, oh my God, core memory. I totally forgot about those, but I was just like, oh my God, that's so fucking crazy. Uh, anyway, yeah. so that was my quick uh, workaholics thing I wanted to tell you. Um, yeah. Robert De Niro. Um, I don't really like to like go into this. Like this seems like tabloid to I me. I was but- shocked. I didn't know- so Robert him. De Niro has just announced that he had his seventh actor. Child. If you've ever heard of him, a good I, I, fellas. Yeah, meet the I don't think we need to explain the intern. Who Robert De is. I know that's um, a joke. He's 79 years Bow old. Oh, finger was the other thing Frank Oz did that they were like, okay, sorry, go ahead. So Robert De Niro is 79 years old. He just had his, his seventh child. So he's an almost eight year old man who has a newborn. I don't think he's doing like the nighttime feeds and the, you know waking up every three hours and changing diapers whatever but he's um, he been ha- with the same woman for a very long time right his no 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 oh no, no. okay this was my no. question i was like is he like a so, Mick Jagger guy i don't know if he's skeevy but and are we saying Mick Jagger skeevy i don't you know allegedly yes. <laughs> but he um his previous children are with three women two he was married to one a girlfriend and he divorced his most recent wife in 2018 so i don't know how long he's been with this woman possibly since 2018 but this girlfriend is tiffany chen they've not announced that it was her child but there's a picture of them out in la last week and she's a baby bump so like yeah it's oh so they didn't have the baby yet she is pregnant i think they had the baby like this but uh, but they're they're not saying she's his girlfriend and she's the one that had the baby anyway so, so whatever, this is fine. Mazel Robert De Niro, whatever. You have a lot no, of kids. If you're and- about to die, don't impregnate women, Mick Jagger you, and Robert De Niro. Can't say that he's about to die. My question is- if You're not going to be around to help care for the child for much longer, unless the person you're with really wants it, I guess, whatever. Do what you want with your bodies, but it seems fucked up to me. Robert De Niro, he can't have that much money. I so did he these- say sperm. Do these women like really love him? Is he really a charismatic 79-year-old that you want uh, to be I disagree. With? He can have that much money. My only thought is he was he has like- a, a mozzarella cheese guy on call that comes to the set of all his movies and gives Anders cheese with honey. It sounds delicious. He it was like a very early investor in Noma, which is like a very famous sushi place. And he like is he is like one of the initial investors. So he is an owner in like everyone that's all over the world. And there's like so many all over the world. But like- Restaurants are not a big moneymaker. They're but the money he probably got paid for Goodfellas, like equivalent to what no. it is now. Yes. No. I'm think... Googling Robert De Niro net worth. And these things it's are not gonna be wrong. real. They're there it's wrong. Yeah. Five hundred million dollars. Mm, I don't know. That's a lot it's of money. on TBS every day and he probably gets money for that. He has money. I don't think this much money. Like I would say he has I don't know. I don't know. And he's got all these kids, like, and he's probably playing alimony and He has support. a nice ha- apartment in New York because someone I listened to on a podcast used to nanny for him. I forget who. So do you think he's just like a, a very, you know, one of these guys who's like very charismatic and like, like electric you want to be around and that's how he get these women. How young is this the current girlfriend? Um, Let's see. No, I think, you know, no offense to these women because I don't want to, you know, generalize about women, but they are probably 
star fuckers and they're like i want to fuck robert de niro and be his girlfriend and get taken care of i think it's 45 or 46 she is i think it is probably about money i don't think they like fall (laughs) nikki glazer has a lot of good jokes about robert de niro at one of the rows she's like you know all you can eat is oatmeal (laughs) like your night nurse is warming up in the back just talk about how old he is and he is old and it's not like he's like hot like right that's what i'm saying yeah so no jill i think you're being naive (laughs) i think it is money and comfort and security unless he's like a very good investor in the early part of his career invest in like real estate and he invested in noma but again he's like still the working he's in the sebastian maniscalco movie. they probably paid him a million dollars no. to be in that movie um yeah a million and so and that's like, better he, than if you're a, a me and or a girl on the street no i know but he'll get like half of that after like publicists and whatever but he's in movies I, all the time you know how much you probably got made to be in the fucking what's that stupid cgi movie that was eight hours long the irishman in the grand scheme of people who have money, he does not have a lot of money. Right. But in the grand scheme of people, he has a lot of money. I just don't think it's enough that like 40 year old women You'd are fuck him to babies. have his baby. Yeah. I, don't I would just enough. name the baby little Bobby De Niro Jr. I'd be like, hey, Bobby De Niro is fun. Last anyway, name. that was my question. Okay. Well, it's gross. Anyway, you want to talk about Ted Lasso? Yeah, so lately I've been watching Ted Lasso on the treadmill. So I only watch it like once or twice a week because I haven't been running because my body's in shambles. Um, but I watched yesterday. And I know some of our listeners watched. So I watched the season three, the Amsterdam episode, everyone. And it was just like, gave me so much joy. And I was like getting emotional on the treadmill. And as everyone probably knows, Ted Lasso season one, tour de force. Season two, not that great. Season three, allegedly the last season, but I'm kind of finding that hard to believe is they're being much more, I feel like, experimental, and I like it, and it's good, and and I like all the episodes. And at the end, they were singing uh, Three Little Birds, you know, everything little oh. thing is going to be all right. And I was just like, thank you, Ted Lasso, like getting emotional. And the other thing I wanted to mention is in the episode, Ted goes to like an all-American burger barn bar, and they're like, you can sit in the Windy City, you can sit in Hollywood, and he sits in the Windy City. She go- oh, and he goes to the, so stupid. He goes to the host. He's like, oh, well, tell Roxy Hart I'm coming home. Lip shits. And the guy's like staring at him and he's like, Chicago. And the guy's still staring at him and he's like, the Windy City. Because all the American waiters are actually from Australia and just doing like Southern oh. accents. But what I thought was so funny is in the Chicago area, they have like an old Bulls game on and they have like pizza on the wall. And then they just have a giant Chance the Rapper. So you just sit next to giant Chance the Rapper. So I like that. Another thing I liked is Keely Jones, the character played by Judo Temple, who I think I want to be in life and reminds me of myself. The character or Juno Temple? The character. Um, Juno Temple also in Black Mass. I gotta watch. And um, she, in this season, has started dating a woman and is bisexual, and I just appreciated that representation. Um, So shout out to Keely Jones, Juno Temple, Ted Lasso. And the girl she's dating gets her a present and it's a first edition signed copy of Sense and Sensibility. And Juno Temple goes- Signed by Jane Austen? Well, it's like a joke. She's like, oh, this is, I love this book. She's like, but I like the movie better. And I thought (laughs) of you. And then she goes open the front and there's like a Jane Austen, but it looks like a stamp. And then the girlfriend wrote over it like, Keely, you go girl, love Jane Austen. So it's like, it's like a goof. But I just appreciated that. And for those of us who don't know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, I just was really, uh, you know, inspired by them singing at the end that everything is going to be all right. And 
it was very nice um as I go through a, a strange times that I might talk about might not um, so um you have pet peeves or you already talked about those no so I don't want to do like I don't think so honey on Las Culturistas as a segment but I feel like we should talk about pet peeves sometimes and I had two this week and I just really wanted to talk to you about them I mean I have a long list of mine that are just always at the ready exactly and these two have been mine for a while but they just really impact me this week number one why does every bagger at the grocery store suck at bagging your groceries? They put like three things in a bag. I bring like three reusable bags. So I don't have to use any of their paper or plastic bags. They put like three things in a bag and start putting your shit in, in like the cardboard paper bags. Or they put like all your toiletries to the side as if my toiletries can't be in with my fucking potato chips and dog food. Like, what do I care? It's toothpaste in a box. Like, put it in the bag with everything the fuck else. Or if I say it's okay, put more stuff in that bag. Don't then like put it in other bags. And when I say, oh, you don't have to put the milk in the bags. I have a cart in my car. They look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Like I used to bag shit at Michael's and I would put as much shit in a bag as would fit unless there was glass in it. And then I would wrap it up. But like at first I'm like, oh, maybe it's just me. And I try to do self-checkout as much as possible. So don't have to deal with this. But Market Basket does not have self-checkout, at least the one I go to. And I really wish they would get it. I was going to say, I bag my own. Yeah, I, don't think I bag my own as much as possible so I don't have to deal with this. But like, it literally drives me nuts. And I they, they're they so inefficient with it. And like, I don't know if it's because like one person once was like, don't put my toiletries in with everything else. And then everyone else abided by this rule. But it's fucking crazy. My other pet so. peeve, and it was something you helped me out with the other day. Now, whenever there are like tags on clothes or fabric or like a toy that I buy my dog, They have those little like plastic things we all know to like keep the tag in place and you have to cut them or rip them to get your clothes off. A, plastic is bad. We know this. There are other ways to do this now. Some stores have like, you know, a safety pin pinning the tag in place or like a rope. And I'm sure they don't do that because then it's easier to steal because then you can just take it off and like whatever. But I don't even, why do we still need these tags? Why do we need these plastic things holding them in place? And when we do have them, there's always like 10 of them now. And some of them, especially in the dog toy, is like the inside of it's like embedded in the toy so when I cut one end now it's just the other half is embedded in there and I like can't get it out it's it's ludicrous it's lunacy it's the same for like kids toys and I'm like oh now my kid has to play with this tag that's stuck like Like, this plastic thing yeah and like yeah you cut the tag off my jeans the other day and I'm like I'm sure I'll be fine and and then when I do take them off I think I catch them I'll throw them out I find them on my counter like days later because there's so fucking many of them now what are we doing here people yeah. Those are my two pet peeves that came up both yesterday, probably, and I wanted to bring up to you. Uh, um, you want to finish off on Maisel? Yeah, I don't really have much to say. I'm on the last episode of season two. So she just did the telethon um, oh. episode, which was very good and very like I, I could have sworn we were in the 50s. Like, you know, you would never <laughs> know that they filmed this like now. Um, what else? And Jasper Bloom from The Holiday and A Night's Tale made a cameo, and I was like, "Oh my god, is he gonna come back?" Because that seemed weird no. to just like have him. And then that, yeah. why did he do that episode? That was like stupid. I don't know. He's now on a Netflix show, The Diplomat with Carrie Russell. Oh, that's very popular. Um, yeah. I, I still don't love Joel, but I'm coming around, and I see probably why people think he's so hot. He's really hot. <laughs> he like <laughs> is in his wife beater bowling or batting with Archie. I thought it was cute. One of them bat righty and one bat lefty. So it was good symmetry for the camera. Still love yeah. Archie. So I was like really coming around on Joel. I'm like, I'm sure they'll get back together. He's hot. He reminds me of Joe Keery. I'm into it. Then in this episode, they show the flashback of when he proposed to her. 
which was very yes. romantic in some yes. ways, but in other ways, fuck you. Cause he basically <laughs> did the thing where boys will be like, if you break up with me or you don't marry me, I'll kill myself. Cause he was like, say yes to me. Or I'm going to go stand in the street and get hit by a car. But it was a joke. Into saying yes. I don't care. I don't like that, Joel, but you're taught. But great song. I forget what it was. Shall oh, shall we, we dance? But yeah, and they're good dancers, whatever. Um, and then in this season, she's, you know, dating Zachary Levi. So I wanted to know who would you, well, I'll give you, fuck, Mary kill. Lenny, Bruce, Joel, or Benjamin, the doctor. Mary Benjamin. No. Maybe F Lenny Bruce. And you'd kill Joel. I guess. I'm kind of into Lenny Bruce. I know you are. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'd kill Benjamin. He's so annoying. Are, do and you feel there's a, a will they or won't they with Midge and Lenny Bruce? Not yet. Maybe. Okay. I could see them having like a one night stand where they're both like at a club and messed up and one of them had like a bad night or whatever. She just ran into him at the bar because the guy made her came off stage because she was talking about giving birth and being pregnant because Imogene yeah. had Millie. Yeah. Um, That's really all I had to say about me. I, I added that in case I had nothing else to talk about. Um, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. But that's all I've really said. Um, for our Marissa New York Post segment, um, this week was also a bad week 10 years ago. I don't even want to talk about what was in the news. It was so depressing. So I went oh, a week great. early. Good. Uh, so this is May 7, 2013. The story is Chris Christie has left band surgery new jersey governor chris christie saying he wants to stay alive for the sake of his family secretly underwent left secretly underwent left band stomach surgery to mm -hmm. lose weight he told the post last night what is the headline oh god i'm never gonna get it and i bet it's gonna be good or it's You're like a horrible pun it. about being fat um yeah. uh i don't know chris christie flat stomach governor <laughs> Wait is over. Uh, I used to think Chris Christie was so funny. I was like, I don't care, but obviously, I don't think. Our well, he wasn't your governor, so yeah, I thought that was funny. Amazing when they were like in the Holland Tunnel, they finally got into New York, <laughs> and they're like, we're not going to die in New Jersey. And I was like, preach, even though there's nothing wrong with New Jersey. God bless. Uh, fun fact: my friend Christie from Northeastern married a guy named Chris, so their wedding hashtag was like Chris Christie 2012 or something, <laughs> which is, I thought was very funny um okay i don't really have a superlative for you i hadn't really thought about it that's fine give me a, a, a bacon okay so the bacon i'm gonna give you which is kind of a softball but because of mrs mazel is jane lynch she plays a very annoying character on but she does a good job why do you say it's a softball because i was thinking about it and i realized it's a softball oh you're wearing your good not great shirt oh yeah i didn't even realize i got shit on mine and i had to bleach it um, so like I'm really only thinking about Jane Lynch being in TV and the Christopher Guest movies. Oh, I didn't so, think about Christopher Guest. Oh, so it's something else. Um hmm, hmm, hmm. Um Jane Lynch to Kevin Bacon. Do you like Jane Lynch? Yeah. Um Jane Lynch was in any Christopher Guest movie, but we'll say Best in Show with Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara was in Home Alone with John Candy. John Candy was in Plain Trains and Automobiles with Kevin Bacon. Oh, John Candy. Jane Lynch is in 40-year-old virgin with Steve Carell, who is in Crazy Steve with ah, Kevin Bacon. That's good, right. Because like it's a softball, but I didn't I, know I, if you would think that. And it's funny that you say that because I don't know why, but Michael McDonald has been in like my head. Maybe <laughs> I just read about read about him in People magazine. Uh, why? Whatever. Is he like dead or something? No, I don't think so. Uh, something about 
music, obviously, because he's a musician. But there was like a story about it. But I was like, yeah, I'm gonna burn this podcast. Over. Yeah, I've been thinking about Michael McDonald, so I should have thought of that. Um, because Jane Lynch is in there, right? She's like the mean boss. Yeah, she's the mean. like the Best Buy manager. She's the one that Paul Rudd says, "I'm a Yama burn this yeah. place to the ground too." Yes, yes. Because for a second, I was like, "Is she in Fifty First Dates?" And I was like, "No, I'm thinking of the woman who works at the aquarium with like the 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 milk made but uh, braids." Oh my um, god. Yeah. And then I like I think it was for real version. I totally forgot about like Best in Show and all that stuff. Although remember when Ariana Grande and Liz Gillies from Victorious did the Best in Show like skits this summer and Ariana yes. was Jennifer Coolidge and uh and Catherine O'Hara. Those are so good. I gotta go back and watch those. Yeah. Okay, well, I have to go take my dog to the vet because he has been puking in the morning. God oh. bless Gark. Feel better. Thank you. Final question for you that I wrote down was uh I realized yesterday the olive oil I've been cooking with expired expired in March 2022. Would you still use it? Yeah, I think it's fine. You're yeah, cooking it. Olive oil. Yeah. yeah, I just put it at the bottom of the pan or the like the pot when I make soup. Yeah, you're fine. I'm like, it's fucking off. Also, do you like eat Reese's pieces? I don't buy it, but like if it's in the world, I'll eat it. Yeah, I bought some and it's like air it's like dipping dots like they're so light you have to eat like a giant handful of them to just like feel it so i go through it in like a day i was like i gotta stick to my peanut m&ms as a heartier snack so i don't <laughs> eat the whole bag whereas with reese's pieces i'll just shove that whole shit in my face and they sure. taste much more like a chemical whereas a peanut m&m i'm like oh it's like a nut with chocolate it's not yeah. just your garbage but who who cares that's all garbage okay what time are you gonna come pick me up later um like uh 515 520 okay. 515 520 i will be ready okay. maybe <laughs> see you then see you then